Welcome in, Braves Today. He is Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor, bravestoday.com for all the written work. And Lindsey, trade deadline. It is approaching. We're not quite there yet. It's going to be August 1, but this is the weekend where all the movement will start to take place. Rumors have been happening and flying left to right. Let's talk about needs for the Braves, not just needs, but what we're willing to part with in order to get some of those needs. And it all starts with pitching in our opinion anyway, and that is both starting pitching and middle relief. I am of the impression that we still need a closer, but you <laughs> you love to keep throwing in there that Iglesias, he, he did strike out the side the last time out. I'll give him that. Uh, however, I, I don't trust him. <laughs> nobody nobody ever trusts the closer because, like, you remember the one that he didn't do, so it's it's right. fine. No, 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 but, like, to me, it's something, especially when you look at, at the news of Max Fried's rehab start, getting moved. It's, I'm not going to say, you know, canceled or blown up or whatever. He's still expected to come back sometime soon. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the rotation right now, it's been Strider and it's been Morton and it's been Elder and then two question marks. And mm-hmm. as good as you've been with two question marks at the back end of your rotation, it's been really impressive. But Bryce Elder's had some rough outings recently. And so Max Fried comes back, but it would still be nice to go get another guy. And to me, what you should do is you should go get somebody that has good enough stuff that they can take some starts over the last two months and then they can make your playoff roster and work out of the bullpen, right? They still have some swing and miss stuff. You know, instead of starting, give them, hey, hey, you're taking two innings, go out there, let it eat. You're not going to have to throw for two more days. And so the guy that I think would work out well, both from a familiarity standpoint uh, with the team that has him right now and a cost standpoint, is Michael Lorenzen of the Detroit Tigers. Mm. 31 years old, expiring deal, not making a ton of money. He's got a 3-5 ERA in 17 starts this year. He struck out uh, 76 guys in 100 innings. Uh, and and it's, it's, just, it's something where he has shown the ability to work in relief in the past. He's been, during his time when he was in Cincinnati, he went back and forth between starting and the bullpen. And so, like, he's only really been a full-time starter the last couple seasons. Mm-hmm. And so, he's a guy, he won't cost you a ton. You have a lot of familiarity with the Tigers because you've made deals with them before. You got Joe, I think it's Joe Jimenez from them, and yep. you gave them Justin Henry Malloy, the, the third-base outfield prospect who's now in AAA for them. Mm-hmm. So, you have a good relationship there. Go ahead and make a deal for something like that now versus waiting until Monday because we know the Tigers are sellers. We know the Braves are buyers. Go out and get him before the costs get too high. Because now that everybody knows Shohei Otani is not on the market, everybody's starting to, to gear up to start shipping their prospects out. Go mm-hmm. ahead and do that. And the question's going to be, what do you have to give up to get him? I honestly think based on the trade history with these teams, you could see Atlanta sending out a starting pitcher, maybe a guy like a Dylan Dodd, lefty Dylan mm-hmm. Dodd, who's been up a little bit this year. It looks like he's not quite ready to contend or start every fifth day for a uh, for a contender. But a team like the Tigers could go ahead and let him take starts and work his way into form to be a piece for them hopefully next year. Mm. Well, and you're you looking at possibly maybe position for, for position player. We'll get to that in a little bit. But for the pitching, you think it will give up pitching or do you think they'll ask for position guys? Well, the, the strength of the Brave system is pitching. And if you look right. at some of the deals that Atlanta's made so far, for the most part, they're giving up uh, arms because that's what Atlanta has so much of. I do think that there are a couple position players that you could see moved 
Uh, I do think Von Grissom, if you're making a bigger trade, Von Grissom is probably going to end up being an ask from a lot of teams. And that's part of the reason why I'm looking at a guy on the Lorenzen tier versus somebody on a higher tier who's going to cost a guy like a Von Grissom. I still believe that Von Grissom can be useful for it, like useful in Atlanta, maybe even as soon as next season if you decide, since Eddie Rosario's gone, if you decide to convert him to left field. It's just something where he's not able to help the team right now. And mm -hmm. he is your biggest trade ship, but I think you can get a deal like a Lorenzen done without having to use Von Grissom. When it comes to pitching, there are other teams that are in play that the Braves have relationships with. Uh, Kansas City, um, the White Sox have a couple of guys that may be on the, on the, on the blocks as far as going. Uh, I had mentioned to you before we came on here, because we talked about starting pitching, Josh Hader's name's been thrown around. <laughs> Uh, from and I don't know if he's just miserable in San Diego or they just are trying to unload him and th that always worries me when you got a guy like that that has been on the basically the trade blocks for the last three years he his name always gets brought up and I'm like is, does he suck in the locker room like what well, why is why does his name always come up because he's a decent pitcher I mean he's a guy that um he's you know he's somebody that could do the Braves some benefit if you're talking about you know X's and O's day in and day out but. I don't know what he brings to the table outside of what he has on the mound. So I don't know if he's a guy they're looking at or not. Yeah. And a lot of closers are in that scenario where like him, he's perceived to be one of the best closers available. He's yes. going to be very expensive. Like yeah. that's the big thing for a lot of these, these closers. And I think part of the reason the Padres are discussing selling him is because they haven't contended like they would. And right. rather than sign him, they want to get more back for him than just a compensatory pick. They want to be able to go ahead and, uh, save money for some of these extensions on their big players. I, I do think a guy like that's a little too expensive for Atlanta. Yep. Um, but you mentioned the Royals. I think Scott Barlow, the, the reliever yes. for the Royals, something I've noticed with Atlanta's reliever trades for the most part is I feel like they go and they get guys who have more than one year of control. Barlow is signed through this year and next year. He's, he's arbitration eligible in 2024. So okay. that feels like the kind of guy that Atlanta could go out he could either be your closer men or or he could be one of your setup men. Just yep. gives you another option out of the pen of a guy that can handle a ninth inning, is really good as far as swinging strikes. I want to say his strikeout rates, like uh, he's like just about 30%. Hmm. He gets swings and misses on about 15% of his pitches, which is above average. And so a guy that can miss bats, a guy that can handle the ninth inning, and you have an additional year of control. Plus, you've made some trades with Kansas City in the past. So it's not like this is entirely unfamiliar between the front office and the Braves. You'd mentioned a little bit earlier when we start talking about Rosario and, and, and uh, let's move to the outfield a little bit. And that is one thing that you and I have discussed. Uh, the number one name that keeps coming up is Adam Duvall. I don't particularly like that call as far as bringing him in to play outfield. I know he's done it before. I do love Adam Duvall. I think he's been great for the Braves in the past. However, with Rosario not hitting, right now he's the only lefty bat because when Ozuna's platooning in there, he's the righty. So we, I'm okay with – I'm back to the point where I'm willing to let him go again. And uh, even though I was – he was he was gone, he stays, he's now gone again. That's the way – that's how that works. Um, but I don't know that Duvall is the guy that the Braves need. I know that he's a guy that the Braves and fans love, but sometimes you got to put some – personal loyalties aside and make a good business decision and bring in a lefty bat. Yeah. I mean, right now the Braves everyday starters who are lefties, you have Matt Olson, you have Michael Harris. Neither one of those guys is are moving. And then you have Eddie Rosario, who 
is in essence an everyday player because we face so many right-handed starters in this division. But like you said, both of the both Rosario and Ozuna have been pretty bad in July. They've been they've been pretty awful. Uh, I want to say Rosario is batting 154 in mm-hmm. the month of July. Ozuna is somewhere near that. His OPS is is just as bad as it was in the beginning of the season when we wanted to launch him into space. Mm. And so to me, unless you're going to install Travis Darno as your as your basic DH, I think you need to find a lefty bat. And I'm looking for a veteran. Uh, I'm looking for somebody who's not going to be around a super long. You don't need him for a super long time. You just need somebody to get you through the end of the season. I think a team you just made a trade with, the Colorado Rockies, I think outfielder Charlie Blackman, a veteran 37-year-old left-handed hitter. I know his numbers don't look fantastic from this season, but he's been very good in his career. He also, I'll remind everybody, went to Georgia Tech, so he is a Georgia boy. I do think a guy like that, giving him a chance to come in and and what is probably his final season, uh, challenge for a World Series would be a great thing for the Braves and probably would invigorate him a little bit more. And I don't imagine he'd be that expensive either because they probably wouldn't mind shedding that money. Mm. Yeah, it's if you had a wish list of what the Braves needed to bring in, and let's not talk names and, and maybe not positions, but do, is it three guys? Is it four guys and a combination of pitchers and outfielders and possible DH? Or uh, Because we're looking at possibly Ozuna heading mm-hmm. out. Um, Grissom could be used to, for a bunch of different reasons to maybe pick up even a couple of guys just because of the future and his potential. Uh, a lot of GMs are high on him, even though he didn't do too well when at the first of the year when he had when he was brought into the league and booted the ball, didn't hit great, sent him back down. But he, now they're still in love with him because they see what could happen in the future. Uh, mm-hmm. If you had a wish list, I, I said three guys. I said either a DH or outfielder and two pitchers. And I want one of those pitchers to be a starting pitcher and another guy to be either possible closer or possible setup guy. Yeah. I want a, a uh, back of the bullpen close uh, reliever, preferably a lefty just because we don't have very many lefties right. in that pen at all. Uh, I do want a starter, somebody who has some swing and miss stuff. And then if you're getting a third guy, because remember, we did just trade for a couple of bullpen pieces recently. We did. Uh, but if you're getting a third guy, I want it to be some sort of lefty hitter. Doesn't matter if it's an outfitter or DH, some sort of lefty hitter so that you can either get Eddie Rosario out of the lineup on a daily basis or you can get Marcelo Zuna out of the lineup on a daily basis, if not both, and and find just a little bit of a better option uh, to get you through that, to bridge you to that bottom third of the lineup where you have... Orlando Arcia and Michael Harris, who are hitting just fine. Three bold predictions will come on the next pod as the Braves take on the Brewers. Let's hope that they hit a little more solid than the last three. I'm not going to take full blame on that. We'll let our fearless leader step in and do that at some point in time. He's Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor. Braves today, bravestoday.com. Hit that subscribe button as well. Lindsey, as always, thank you, bud. Thank you.